Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 133. My eye will fall out of its socket. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, the wonderful, the extraordinary, the hilarious and beautiful <laughs> Josie Pirelli. Oh, yes, out of two hands clapping and they're mine. <laughs> How are you going? Well, thank you. And to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. You don't, get any, you don't get any of that. No, I, I didn't expect any of that. He I, was, I thought you he might was have been uh, ready for that intro. About to talk about the B three that uh, is in in our intro uh, and the episode number because it looks like a B three from a distance. D- d- what the way I've written it on your running sheet? No, just if you have the one and, and the three <laughs> together, and then the three. Right. No, the I big have B three organ. You know the one. I have a terrible. That's the one headache. that I was playing that little loop on. A, a terrible cluster headache, and really? uh, and that's why my eye is going to fall out. Are you something. doing a Kyle Sandilands with that twitchy eye that he's got going? Yeah. That's going in as the intruder. That eye, well, your eye's going to join him. You know, it's it's worked for him. He's he's got you know a big big television show. Oh, a big television show! He yes, has, he has big television show. Big television show. You know what, though, Josh, you don't have, have the skank on your arm to uh, oh, prop you up. If only I could find a skank to be on my arm. If only. If only. What, why are you looking at Josie when you say if only? <laughs> he's he's gone he just, all wild since I sprayed impulse. It's done, it's done something wild to him. That That's why he excused himself earlier. Oh, really? Yes, I have that effect on people. Just the leopard print uh, top was almost enough for me and the, the impulses. <laughs> yeah, the impulses top. and it was Caribbean blitz. <laughs> it is uh, it is box cutters. It is all about television. It is episode one hundred and thirty three, and we do have Josie Pirelli in the studio. We're going to be talking about Channel Thirty One and all your time stuff. there, and all that stuff. It's exciting. Right. Uh, we've also got a, a little bit on Australia's Got Talent, or does it? <laughs> I think the talent's there, but I think the talent. Would save it for the segment, Brett. Save Brett's it. already his his I'm friend is in there. I'm not sure the talent's seat. working for the production. Just save you know? it. You don't want to give you know people what I'm too. Saying? You don't want to give people too much. You got to tease. Got to play. You got to dance. Mm. Yeah, Do just, the dance. We're just saying the Caribbean Blitz. Some uh, some <laughs> controversial thoughts on Australia's Got Talent coming up later on in the show. We've also got the answer and winner of last week's box cutters quiz. Thanks to Crumpler. Who make bags? Mm. And I'll be able to show you uh, the bag on the video podcast. There is no video podcast, so you can see uh, what you're getting. There is no video podcast, and again, you look up to a speaker. So the camera <laughs> right there. There's no camera; it's a speaker. He's looking away from me. He just can't handle himself. Oh, this fair evening. It, it's me. I've distracted him. <laughs> I'm, I'm just hoping to be able to subtle around enough so that we're both in the same shot. Yeah. <laughs> shot of what? The video he's a, podcast. He's, he's video imaginary podcast. video podcast in the yeah, mind. I think that's what's happening. Yeah, I think Jason. that's what's going that is, on, Josh. That is what's yes. yeah, We've also got a whole bunch of pork at the end of the show. But as always, to kick me off, here's the box cutters news. According to the Daily Telegraph this week, another Channel 9 news reporter has been sacked from There's the Sydney more Bureau. There's on the newsroom bum, floor. Bum. Someone's been boned again. Sean Fewings. 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 Get it right if you get <laughs> Oh, sorry. Josie. Professional, sorry. I, falling out 
of socket. <laughs> Kyle Sandilands <laughs> to my right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Sean Fewings uh, has been told that his contract will not be renewed when it expires in, uh, well, now it's about a week and a half. And what does Sean do? Sean mm. uh, is slash... For anyone who cares. Slash was a reporter for uh, for Nine. He uh, filed a, a huge story recently uh, on the... Uh, uh, on the, the police bust for um, uh, for an office where police went in and, and started ransacking uh, offices was uh, was that in Perth or Brisbane? Said <laughs> in the Northern Territory. See you later. Oh no, sorry. This is a uh, this is a drug raid. Okay, sorry. Oh, okay, I'm getting I'm getting stories confused. Thanks for picking me up. Okay, on no it. problem. Yeah, so uh, so filed a story on a drug raid. Uh, he's uh, apparently he was told of the sacking and then had to see his. Uh, supposedly excellent report be used as teasers for that night's news. So you're no longer needed, but oh, you've also given us the money shot. What is going on there? So really, they said you, you, we don't want you. Congratulations, and you've he been was out the door? Or or was he still working and, and had like a, a little bit of time to? Well, he's continue. two weeks. Two weeks. So His contract a, is up in two weeks. So he got a two week notice, essentially. Yeah, but. He would have been out working. He wouldn't have been watching the teasers. I don't think that's a problem. I guess his family and friends would be watching it, it and they'd be crying. I think it's just. I, I just think it's. Uh, it's interesting to to see why. Any if he is such a uh, just don't like his name should have an N in it where it doesn't. I think people got lost I from think, when he said his name. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Uh, should be Funings. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. Sorry, your name should be Funings, and uh, if you can't change that, then we're going to have to let you go. Maybe you should try SBS. D- no, not with, no, not with Fewings. <laughs> that, that doesn't work. Uh, so this comes after uh, Christine Spiteri and uh, Brad Schmidt mm. were both let go from... For different reasons. Both <laughs> with ethnic names. <laughs> for, uh, yeah, d- d- for, for different reasons, uh, but... What's the, this has to do some terrible business to, to the Channel 9 newsroom morale, I would say. I think uh, people just start going, I won't, I'll make sure that my name is spelt properly. I will change it. <laughs> <laughs> I will do not do drug raids. But if, there's, if they haven't come up with a reason, I'll just then report is on it just cost-cutting? Is it just about a, corporate, a corporation running a TV station and kind of not having the best idea about how exactly you go about it. I think it. there's just too like many with keeping people up morale there. and stuff. Well, I I don't know. I I can't see it being just cost cutting. I you know the the rumor the rumors were that uh Christine Spiteri, well, she wasn't really as as she's valuable. in the middle of a court case at the moment. Yeah, with well, that maternity thing, wasn't it? Was that whole is that the one well, yeah, yeah, she about? Yes. she filled she filled in while someone else was on maternity leave. And uh, and uh, then was supposed to come back. I think that's the the way that story went. Or am I confusing more Channel Nine sackings? There, there's a lot of bonings that have been going I, on. No, no, because that was a that was a weather that was a, a weather reader. <laughs> was uh, <laughs> was that? Well, this is, a couple of them got boned because they were pregnant. Yeah, I mean, they got boned in both ways. No. But so, ha <laughs> 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 ha, Brett got it. Hi, welcome. <laughs> Uh, Brad Schmidt, uh, again, the, the rumours around the traps are, are that uh, he really wasn't pulling his weight anymore. I'm wondering if the same could be said for, for Sean Fewings. I don't know. I've, I don't really know him as a reporter. Uh, I 
haven't spoken to anyone who, who might know him as a reporter. We've got so, to get James on the line off the record <laughs> so we can find out. But the, uh, but, but the thing is, are they just getting rid of people who, uh, who have said they're really, really, really important and clearly they're, they're not? I and think and they're Nina's just, just trying to prove that? I think they're cleaning the riffraff, making way for Bert Newton to come back. They need someone to come back with strength and Age and maturity. So you think they get rid of everyone. So, so just Bert, so Bert's going to do the whole news. Bert's like Don Burke. Just oh. he just yeah, well, runs all of Channel Nine. We've got a split as well. This week. Yes, yeah, Bert and Don Burke. I think they're just running Channel Nine. So getting rid of the riffraff. Well, news this week from uh, from Channel Nine, and this this comes from uh, TV Tonight, who had an exclusive. David Knox had an exclusive on this that Don Burke and the Nine Network have again parted company. Splitsville. What's so they got rid of Burke's Backyard some time ago. but then, and, then and then they brought it back for one episode. Backyard Blitz was on and they they, they got that. rid of that. And now yep. they're bringing back Domestic but then, Blitz. Then Don Burke was back doing specials. So he did two or three specials yeah. in his time relaunch. since he's been back. Yeah, but now they're not going to keep on doing it. They're not, they're not going to do any more specials. Uh, and he is willing to talk to other networks. Probably. It, it's just, it's other just networks attacking. who can put up with his crap. Crap. Off. Yes, that's right. Is that what you've heard? I haven't heard oh, John Burke runs crap. Channel 9, yes. But he is terrible to work with. Really? It's what I've heard. I, I only hear that about Daryl. Really? <laughs> yeah. Didn't it take John Burke something like 15 years or 15 attempts to get Burke's backyard on in the first place? Because it started oh, back in 87 and he kept getting rejected and rejected and rejected until one day they go, okay. Because he was too close to Kevin Hines in, in style, you know. Well, Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> and he... Um, uh, yeah, and it started on uh, just Sunday mornings, and then people went. People at nine went. Oh, hang on! Lots of people are watching this. On, it's not Sunday morning. It, sorry, Sunday afternoons. Lots of people are watching this on a Sunday afternoon. It was Friday nights, wasn't it? On Friday, Friday night. nights, and that's where people like my dad used to love it. But he used to get upset that the tomato plants were never shown on this show. It was oh, all really? it was all Australian stuff that was being shown. The flora and the fauna, but nothing ethnic was being shown. So you. It was that Where's, sort of... They would no, give a go and it just yes, goes back to That's right. TV. It goes back to community TV. It goes back to then, you know. But apparently that was the rumours and, you know, that's what... I remember Bert Newton made a comment one year at one of the Logies, one of the ones that I think people may have watched, <laughs> <laughs> that he... It was the year that, that Bert Newton... Um, wouldn't come to give the gold Logie unless his demands were met. So I think he wanted $50,000, he wanted $20,000 cash, he wanted a holiday um, to France, he wanted a cruise, he wanted a car for him and Paddy, all these list of diva demands. And then when he came back, he was a really good sport about it and said about you know how he was. And then he said, I had to go to the Channel 9 boss. And then, of course, that boss had to go to Don Burke. So it's, all, <laughs> so it's already legend is Don Burke, you know, it's like the puppeteer. Oh, pulling the strings. Pulling the strings there at Channel 9. Well, speaking of uh, much-loved Channel 9 personalities, uh, apparently the chopping block did complete its first series. Yay. I'm not sure exactly where on the program group that, <laughs> that ended up showing the remaining I was still in the same it, it was still in the same time slot. I don't know where, where I got at that one information point they were from. showing it like four times a week. The, the show, first episode. Well, that's right because they did it at, no one watched it at night and then there must have there was a filler at 11 o'clock at night, you know, when they did I think the that encore twice. Yeah, yeah, the encore presentation and then they did it again on the Sunday afternoon just to get viewers and then it started to happen. Before it got replaced by My Kids a Star. When the show finished, then went well, to My Kids a Star. It seems they think they've hit upon the answer to their problem. What is it? 
it, it, they uh, dumped Katrina Roundtree from it. But oh, but she was gosh. so she, she was so boring. <laughs> <laughs> she was so two dimensional in her <laughs> feedback giving. Why? Why was she there in the first place? They well, didn't she have wasn't a, even there. She was a really on screen for, no. for the, the, the final they didn't, that, they didn't have a no. role for there her. There was no role. She was making up the role as she was going along. She was just... Well, clearly was, not no, very nothing. well. Well, and she's not known for her acting repertoire. I mean, what has she done? Open a suitcase and gone swim for 15 years on Getaway. So it's not... Apparently yeah, yeah, she must bikini. be. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bikini. Here we go again with bikini. She must be. Also <laughs> used to produce her and was quite sick of that bikini. You used to produce her. It's, uh, I don't know why you're both looking at – it's everything with you, Josie Pirelli. Everything is a double entendre in some way or another. Oh, it can't be anything else but a double entendre. Uh-huh. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, double hey. entendre. What? Totally. Yeah. Uh, the decision was the result of the, the producers of the series, Julian Chris and David Barber, wanting to modify the program and uh, give it a bit of a pacier feel. Um, they're currently busy over in the US producing a version of the show for NBC. Which is totally different to the Australian version. And there is no host over there, and they feel that that works better. Well, and I think there may be, may or may not be, or the chef is that Marco Pierre White, who is uh, a luminary to uh, Gordon Ramsay with the Hell's Kitchen. Ah. Ah, so there's a bit of goss. Not just a pretty face I am. I do follow, I'm a bit of a TV whore. So you're saying he won Hell's Kitchen, which was filmed four years he, ago, which we're just seeing on TV now. Yeah, the yes, one that was filmed seven years ago. Uh, Marco Pierre White and Gordon Ramsay used to work together. So Gordon trained under Marco Pierre White and then oh. they had a falling out. Then Gordon did Hell's Kitchen in the UK and then Marco took Hell's over. Hell's Kitchen or Kitchen Nightmares? No, Hell's, Hell's Kitchen, Kitchen UK. And then Marco Pierre White took over and started doing the celebrity Hell's Kitchen. So he's the one who's now involved in this chopping block with the US because now he's the next person that they're bringing into the fold. But, right. but the concept of the chopping block in the US is unlike here where there was two restaurants competing against one another. Yep. Here is every week there's eight couples and they've got to compete for their own restaurants. So... They've got to design it and make and do the food. Oh, that's, and, so that's like and my restaurant, my restaurant rules. rules. Yeah. So every week they're just going to turf it off. You turf a couple off. Yes. Yeah, so that's what the US love. Love the format, wanted to change it. So it's good. That's so who owns the, the, the concept of my restaurant rules. Oh, that'd be Channel 7, I think. Must have been a production company that made it for them. Oh, I don't Did they make it? I don't, I don't know. know. It was never a follow of my restaurant rules. Really? It was, it was really good, especially the, uh, the season that Dicko hosted. You liked was, that one. It was really good. It was he was he was a really Maybe good host. Maybe he's going to host the chopping block. I mean, he's always searching for a gig somewhere. Well, they're not going to have the uh, the chopping block, but maybe maybe Dicko's going to be the uh, next host of Star Dancers. No, the chopping Star. block's coming back. No, sorry, they're not going to have a host on the chopping block. No, yes, is, is yes. what I meant to say. Well, no, they're, Dicko, they're just uh, going to have a voiceover. Dicko strikes out on as host of Star Dancers as well because really? word is. Uh, Australia's all of the the network's favourite. Uh, I can't think of a good word to, to sum him all up. Uh, I think I think all you can say is hey ho hey ho thrill seekers. Shane Bourne uh, is awarded uh, is is uh, understood to be taking over the hosting duties on now, 
I don't understand that. I don't understand why you would get him. I mean, he's all right when he does. Thank God he's like, yes, hello, how are you? Come through the door. And that, and that's that's fine. You know, can you really imagine him talking to the celebrities that he clearly probably has no respect for? Definitely. A lot, <laughs> a lot better than Daryl did. And yeah. they, they'll, they'll be able to save on fruit boxes. To, <laughs> yeah, at, at least he's got some charisma. And at least he won't be singing, unlike Daryl. Yes. Uh, but, but again, Sonia Kruger. Gets overlooked. She would Again, have been a fantastic. She's fantastic a lady. Host. Australians don't like ladies doing important you stuff know, on TV. It's got to be. They've got to be seen the that submissive. In the Spiteri case. That's true. We've seen. Uh, we've seen. We've seen, the, we've seen the, the Pirelli. Baby John Burgess. <laughs> Pirelli. <laughs> shopping, <laughs> shopping her chart busting eighties around and going. It'd be great if you weren't a woman. Yeah. Stop being so strong. We, we, we don't like strong women. Yeah. We want this, thought, yeah. the weakling man to come and host us. I thought it. you're ethnic. Where's your moustache? That's what they were saying to you. Well, that's it. You know, And I said, which moustache are you referring to? Hey! hey. hey. <laughs> ching Impulse. Helps everyone. <laughs> I never thought you'd come in and bring the tone down like this, Jesse. <laughs> you love it. You wondered why you waited so long for me. Uh, yeah, Clearly moving on yeah, no, as, they, as, they, as the eyes fall out of socket. That's no, what I was wondering about. Yeah, it's, yeah. Ob- it's obvious that you're worth the wait. I am worth the wait. That's what they all tell me. Uh, so Shane Bourne, is that a definite? Is that 100% he's going to be hosting Star Dancers? Is it going to be Channel 7 da- is understood to have said that Shane Bourne uh, will be hosting. Okay. after. And what... This this article out of the Daily Telegraph is kind of interesting because it says that uh, this is after shuffling Daryl Summers out of the hosting role. But uh, shuffling him out, didn't he resign? Uh, didn't he say no? I'm not. Well, he stole the Logie, so the, uh, no one really knows where this situation's sitting. Really, he this stole, stole the Logie. This story of him he, at the after party, he took it home. That's well, he, is that the his, story. No, no, he kept it for the whole evening because he believes it's his. Right. So but he's he, not the producer on the show. No, he's not anything on the show. He never was anything. He never will be anything on that show. But he feels <laughs> that without him, you know, the Logie wouldn't have been won. So Sonia Kruger, again, unfortunately gets – can you imagine the rapport between her and Shane Bourne? You know, what are we doing there? Charlie Chaplin and, you know, Comedy Act or something. What are they? It's, it's going to be good. I think the rapport between Kruger and, and Bourne is going to be good because she'll have do someone you... who can actually – Bounce off her, but do you think he'll take her humour like that laugh of his? Ah, ha, ha. Remember that when he used to be with Maury Fields on Hey Hey Saturday? <laughs> Are we going back to those days? And Maury's going, oh yeah, yeah today that was we got a. It was and twenty. It, and it no. was with Murray. Yeah, Murray's going. Yeah, today we got a joke here from Bronswick, and and Showbody's going. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I remember him but for. I think he's been really impressive no. as host of Thank God You're Here, yeah, and he, he hasn't kind of gone into that that well, over the top jokey joke meister. No, because I think he knows. Much his sort of place but I think this uh-huh. is going to be a very very interesting thing because when he does thank God you're here he's like oh hello great to see you all has been well on your show gone so do you think he's going to come out you know like Daryl and Sonia do 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 and they do oh, I clearly watch too much Dancing with the Stars <laughs> only because I want to be on there and um, I know I deserve knowing how hot my body is I mean you guys know uh, I deserve have you got your people with... working on getting you on the list who knows what may be coming up but oh. um, you know uh... really you know, look at Brett. No, wrong. Um, you know, jo- <laughs> Josie, that uh, you would be a bigger star than a lot of the uh, so-called celebrities. Well, I'm a H-grade celebrity, and a lot of them are X-grade celebrities. Yeah. So I think I'm up on you the know, food like, chain. Like the last season of uh, Star Singers, 
Nobody knows the name of the footballer that was in this that was uh, that lost. I don't the think grand anyone final. knows who who Melbourne football players have been for the past twenty years since their consistency of losing. But um, <laughs> but dancing with the stars. Do you think Shane Bourne's going to come out and do the dance with Sonia Kruger? Because yeah, Daryl used to oh, get yeah, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine Shane Bourne? He just looks like that uncle that has two left feet that dances near the toilets. You know, going the wrong direction. The auntie's like, oh yes, he's got his eye falling out of the socket. I don't know if we can keep up with him. <laughs> you know, he'll be going the wrong way. This resentment of Shane Bourne goes back a long way. It's yeah. very no, deep, it's, isn't it's, it? It's, it's Resentment. It's it's clearly a what the. Did he? Did he touch you? Yeah. Did he try to do something to you, Josie? Why why do you hate him so much? No, it's not hate. It's it's more what the what the (laughs) WTF question mark R O F L L O L O M G O M G (laughs) colon bracket. Yeah, Uh, that's right. Which bracket? In uh, <laughs> but, do, but do you think do you think he's gonna he's gonna bring the thing? Do you think he's gonna go? Welcome to Dancing with the Stars. I think he is gonna make it big and huge and uh, and a little bit more exciting. I really, I think, I think a lot of, of Shane. Can, can you really see him going? Here is Chong Lim with the band. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. I just can't. You see know it. what? I think Josie's a Daryl apologist. Mm. A Daryl apologist. You're a Daryl apo- apologist. <laughs> Because you're about that age, you kind of grew up with him. Yeah, but not by choice to grow up with Daryl. No, you know, but, because but I grew have you got up... fond memories of growing up with Daryl. No, I've got bad memories <laughs> because remember when Daryl, when bands used to tour, look for example Bon Jovi, and he's gone. I'm going to go and play the drums, which he plays <laughs> badly. He would get Tico Torres, a drummer from Bon Jovi, and he's dead. You know, like he's banging him, boom, and, and totally out of tune. <laughs> and then he'll go to John Bon Jovi. Wait, John. On my cue. (laughs) What? You know, just imagine the look, you know, and he's like, and even when Stevie Wonder was on, when he did very superstitious, you know, and Daryl Summer starts doing the moves with him. And it's like, Stevie Wonder does those moves because he's blind. You can't see. (laughs) I'm sure you. (laughs) The man doesn't choose to dance, he's just feeling the beat. I'm sure even Stevie Wonder go, what the? I'm sure he did a WTF, question mark. I'm convinced you're not a Daryl apologist. <laughs> That's right. I'm convinced. That's hey, there are a, a, couple of, uh, a couple of films being made from TV shows. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. One of them I'm kind of excited about. 21 Jump Street. Oh, what? That, that follows 90210 now. Well, 90210 is no, not, not a film. That's a, back they're, a TV they're series. doing a TV series what? of it. Or yeah. Spin-off. Uh, well, they're, I think it's going to be called Nine Hundred Two One Zero. They're bringing back all the films now. You know, what is it, Johnny Depp going to do? He's going to. Have you heard about the Night Rider thing? I've seen the Night Rider thing. What do you think? I loved it. We loved it when Hasselhoff was great about twenty-five years ago. Oh, but he's not the star. Yeah, Hasselhoff's no, hardly he, in it. Yeah, that's right. What's he playing? Like he, he Kit's plays friend or something? No, he Hasselhoff plays Uncle the uh, the the guy's dad. Dad. Michael Knight. Daddy David. You, you know, like it's just it's just the next. Oh, it's Michael. Yes. Yeah. It's the next generation. So do you think Johnny Depp is going to do a cameo in, in 21 I... Jump Street as now a new detective on the fold and they're going to be narcotics? I don't think cops. he could ever go back to 21 Jump Street. He's far too serious. and what, He's takes very him, indie. Takes himself too seriously. To well, after he that. did, what did he, well, he Although, he, I reckon uh, that Deloise character. Peter Deloise. Peter Deloise. Oh, he'd, he'd be, be back. back. He'd be there opening up a jar. He'd be like a rat up a drain pipe. He'd be like... <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the opportunity I've been waiting 24 years for. I think Peter DeLuise has been, uh, has been doing some TV directing. I've seen his name on, on a few credits. So he's uh, – or, or some producing or, or something mm. like that, something b- behind the camera. Uh, also, Jonah, um, Jonah Hill is uh, in negotiations for 21 Jump Street and Stephen J. Cannell will be uh, executive producing it as who's well. Who's Jonah Hill? Jonah Hill from uh, the, the that film – with the, uh, You've got no bloody clue. I've just, I put that my eye back. Eye, in it's socket. falling out of its socket. I, I have just for the, the the film with the three the three guys who uh, they're trying to get booze for Lock a party stop. and what road trip or something uh, bachelor like party. No, <laughs> no. Think Stripes. Porkies. Think in the last year. <laughs> in the last year. Uh, three high school kids, they're trying to get booze, but uh, McLovin was one of the character names, and uh, you, you don't know what I'm I've talking about. I've been out of touch, no. Do you have the internet on that? Yeah. On, on that thing? Okay. Just look, bear with us, people. Look it up, because this is... Uh, I cannot think of anyone's name. Nothing's, nothing's working. I really, nothing's working. Nothing's, nothing's working in my head. Nothing at all. Was it Which Hill? head are we talking Jonah about? Hill. Is the uh, is the name. anyway? Wake he's, up! He's going to be uh, he's he's going to be in negotiations. The people at home know. The people listening on their iPods, they know. Oh, uh, super bad, super bad. Thank you. Oh yeah, that was a film that I ran to. Not yeah. No, I really wanted to see it, but I never got around. It was to it. it was really good. Anyway, shampoo so, my hair for the three months it was on. So he's going to be uh, he's going to be helping to develop a modern day 21 John Street and Stephen J. Canal will be executive producing it. No, they need to bring back Johnny Depp. He needs to now be in charge of the precinct. You know, like, yeah. Uh, Like, uh, Like have him in charge. Like, have him as the captain now. Because he would suit that part because he's got that bit of a grungy look and he sort of had a grungy 80s look. You know, remember when he started? Yeah. And he used to work, you know, undercover, busting people for drugs and that. Now he could be, you know, this is the hard line we're taking. You know, bring back the long in the tooth, Pete. Bring back, you know, Holly Robertson, Pete. She'd be in there. What about uh, what, what about Dustin Wynn? Yes. That's, he was last in uh, Little Fish, wasn't he? In an Australian production. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, bring them all back. Yeah, bring them all back. But bring them all back and and make one of them gone bad. He could have been the bad one that he's against Johnny Depp now. What about Booker? They're going to bring back Booker? (laughs) Bring back Booker. Booker. It wasn't even good the first time. How's it going to be better the second time, love? Oh, no, that was great. Uh, so what, what information have you got there about 21 Jump Street? He's gone to the the big research at Horn, Wikipedia. Uh, Oh, 2010. 2010, so two, two years. Uh, in development, no extra information. Yeah, which means yeah. Uh, in negotiations, let's go to Harvey Weinstein and see if he Brett, can cough up. Joe Gazam writing. Brett, you got distracted. And uh, that's it. You got distracted. Oh, I said, fact monster. I said there were... Not fact monster. <laughs> I said there are two films yes. that are being made from a TV. Oh, yes, and, and yes. So. Which threw me because... I don't care why it threw you. Just tell us what the other bloody film was. Uh, very exciting news this week. There's going to be a big screen movie version of Fraggle Rock. <gasps> Let the music play. <laughs> Working for another day. Oh, you can't start it all too well. What? what do, and the deuces. You, you know, you can recite Hey, Hey, It's Saturday <laughs> episodes from 1988. Remember, I lived in Perth. There wasn't but, much going on there. But then you exactly so you're on TV all the then time. Then you roll you roll your eyes at Fraggle Rock. 
rolling. Oh, yes. Always rolling the eyes. I just, I think it's more rolling my eyes with a Brett's uh, dulcet tones. Sort of familiar with Daryl Summers. So, uh, yes. so anyway, the Weinstein Company has announced that they're adapting Fraggle Rock into a live-action musical feature starring a mix of humans and puppets. Oh, that's going to be well, so much like, like Fraggle Muppet, Rock. It's going to be like the Muppet Show well, when they used to bring in all, you know. Generally, Fraggle Rock was all puppets. Until they went out and, and they were in with the, the what, um, what about dog the, and the, the guy. And yeah. Travelling Matt sending back his postcards yes. each week. Which, did you know that, because uh, I, I always thought, oh, how exciting. What a Travelling Matt was? No, that Travelling, that, that Uncle Travelling, Travelling Uncle Matt uh, was uh, always doing reports from Australia. I was always really excited that they were always from Australia. Yeah. I found were they out, localized. I found out recently they were localized. Really? So for every country that they had, they they had traveling mat bits for for, for every one of those that. countries. And I thought I, I thought we were so special that people in America were going to be seeing bits of Australia on Fraggle Rock, but no, no, they saw bits of their own backyard as mm. we saw bits of our own so backyard. They just took out the bits that were filled not now. Yeah, I found that out about. Four or five weeks ago, and uh, just haven't and felt right since. Yeah, I know. That's why the eye is falling out of the yeah, socket. Yeah, yeah. It just hasn't been able to contain itself no. since. Uh, Sad. The story will follow Fraggle Rock residents Gobo, Wembley, Moki, Booba, and Red um, on an adventure away from their home, encountering humans who they mistake for aliens. Because uh, they consider that the world we live in is uh, out of space. Mm. That's, uh, mm. yeah. So it's. It's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting, but that means that they're, they're not going to have the uh, the, the little doozers. what are they called doozers doozers who the, who would the, make the, the things that the fraggles that were like... the, make the things that the fraggles would eat. So yes. Josh comes back to life talking about Fraggle Rock. I loved Fraggle Rock. That's nice. I really loved it. Still Fraggle is Rock. here in this country on Boomerang. I uh, yeah, channel. yeah. I don't have I don't have Boomerang, uh, which is you know it's not just not part of my package. <laughs> mm. Are you are you laughing because I said the word package? <laughs> Boomerang is not part of my package. And Woo! that is the box cutters news. Good evening, viewers. This is Sandra Sultry. I've been playing with my box on the box cutters. Somebody else is double entendre. <laughs> Woohoo! We love her. Bring it on, I say. Why wasn't I asked to do Dancing with the Stars with Sonia Kruger? I could have posted it. Have we confirmed that you haven't been? What haven't approach? We, no. Haven't we already said you're a woman, Josie, and it's not not a role for a woman? Haven't but we? But I'm not a woman. I'm that? a transvestite man. Oh, really? Yes. It's a, wow. Your waxing job's amazing, isn't it? And there are so many sites that have got it so wrong. It has got it so wrong, so wrong. Because people know, would know got, me. They've got some interesting pictures. There's a lot of interesting pictures of me, but uh, because I'm usually known as Queen Josie, and when people see Queen Josie, they expect this transvestite expect, man to walk through the back. They expect a queen. They do expect a queen, but and I delivered that. But you're royalty. I am royalty, so people bow down in my presence. Not not only are you royalty, you are an antenna recipient. Yes, Josie Pirelli. Yes, I get my TV nice and clear, courtesy of the antenna. But um, yes, I am an antenna recipient. Now, now can, can you explain for uh, for the listeners who don't know what the antenna awards are, or don't know who I am? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. As if I just want, I just want to rehearse my um, speech. You know, if I was to get on Dancing with the Stars or It Takes Two. Hi, my name is Josie Pirelli. Be- you may all know me from Chart Busting 80s, where I'm known as Queen Josie. So I just had to get that in. I'm just rehearsing that bit. 
It's Queen Josie. But, um, yes, an antenna award is uh, the community consortium TV version of the Logie Awards. So it's our community Logies. Yes. So that's pretty much it. So long and short of it. Why why doesn't community television get included in the Logies? I know. I'm still trying to find out why. It's got more viewers than readers of TV Week. Damn straight. Because uh, now cable cable is being included in in the Logies. Love My Way one. how how come why isn't maybe they could be but they just don't get enough votes for nominations because thinking people that watch community TV, TV don't yes they think don't vote in, for TV well. that's right maybe although they, they need to the, you know, the channel you know there, there was never an opportunity in the nomination form for chart busting eighties that's right whereas and, and as far as light entertainment programming goes it's tops or outstanding program on yes in television. And where where is that? So anyway, so so uh, because the you're trying to keep a straight face here, yeah. <laughs> because community television is so overlooked yes. by uh, the the rest of the country, uh, yes. as as far as awards go, they have their own award ceremony. It's called right. it's called the antennas. And the antenna awards, yep. And the the award that you received was outstanding achievement in community television after 85 years on uh, channel 31 yeah, doing it was, chart busting 80s yeah it was about 87 years i'm looking good for about 104 yeah you're yeah. looking great sensational yes so how many years chart busting 80s run for it ran for 7 years wow yes and uh, and in that time you were nominated for antennas but never That's received right. one that's right so i became like john wood and so they made me an award <laughs> Which is which is great. Yes. Which is great. And so you were at the ceremony. What's the ceremony like? The ceremony is actually, you know, I've been to the Logie Awards. I just want to get that in. I've been to the Logie Awards. And you know what? It's pretty similar. The only thing is we're not rattling cutlery during uh, the, the ceremony when people are receiving awards. So we don't get fed. They don't, feed they don't feed us. You know, you get some canapes beforehand if you're a VIP. And I was this year. And, um, yeah, so it's actually it's quite good. And, and I suppose the difference that you get with community is that people that are there nominated and whatever, it's it's a real passion that they have. So, you know, it's similar to community radio and things like that. People that they really want to be there, you know. The, it's, yeah, it was great. It was, it's great to sit amongst fellow producers and presenters. And oh, as that, doing seven years mm. of one show on community television. Yes. How did you find the people who are passionate enough to help you out every week? Well, you know what? It's like the way I sort of look at it is the way when people first start a business. How do you get good people to come work for you? A lot of people don't want to jump on to something that's new because it's not established. So they Mm -hmm. don't know how long it's going for. So... Yeah, you have to decipher a lot. You have to go through a process. You know, having a crew, I sacked my first crew because they didn't see my vision. And I had one week before I had to film them. Why are you laughing? Did you really? Very serious. Damn straight idea. You don't muck around with this queen. So I got rid of them and then got some new people. And um, But got, how, how did you find the new people in such a short time? Well, great that you cut me off because I was just about to say. <laughs> I say it with love, Josh. Um I actually I was doing some volunteer work at Channel 31 and there was a book of volunteers, you know. So they sort of helped me out there. You know, they made some phone calls. I made some phone calls. And through that, I found three really passionate people that helped me put this show together in the first year. By the time the show started going live and we got more of a profile, then I had to start turning away crew. But I started to go through an interview process because what I was doing is incredibly serious. I take what I do 
seriously. I believe in my product and I want people that are going to be on board to be the right people involved. I'm not going to have riffraff coming through. The only riffraff we had was Jeff. Oh, Jeff. That bloody Jeff. I even get venom talking about him. And he, he still turned up every week. He still turned up. I'd say to him, piss off, Jeff. I can't stand you. And he'd go, great show, JP. <laughs> Thumbs up. And he'd write to me, best show ever. It would be the night that you just really go hammer and tongs with him and he goes, love you, JP. That's just a fantastic <laughs> show. It's like, oh, this, he, just wouldn't get, he just couldn't take a hint, no, no matter what I did. And no. so, so, so you you did the show for seven years. You mm. released uh, a couple of series of DVDs, five, D- five, five DVDs. DVDs, and our first one went gold. What an amazing! You were there at the gold party. You was there. I can confirm then, it. Uh, you can confirm it. Presented by Ross uh, Wilson. Yes. Oh, really, Daddy yeah. Cool himself. Australian Daddy Cool. Wow. Yeah, I know. That's Moving exciting. up in the world. Yeah. Gee, I, wouldn't even, I couldn't even get a glass of water from the cleaner, you know, years ago. Now I was getting awards from Ross Wilson. What sort of response have you had now that you've ended the show? What response have I had? From fans, they're in despair. Um, I know you guys are trying to find out what I'm doing, but um, after the show, I have there's a few things that have come my way and some things that I'm pursuing personally that I'm doing. Um, are, are these commercial television things? I'm not saying anything. SBS? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. And um, and then I also did the comedy festival this year, did a month of shows and uh, doing some corporate MC work and, you know, just doing bits and pieces around the traps. But the fans, I mean, the, the fans of Chart Passing 80s were... were Diehard. They are diehard. So dedicated. And every day, that, there's not a day that passes or a week that passes that you don't get some email going, we miss you, <laughs> come back. But, you know, when you look at it, it's when we look at it seriously, I'd rather people say that to me than go, what the hell is she still doing on? And get boned or whatever, you know. There's, yes. You, you don't want to be got, Daryl Summers. I don't want to be Daryl Summers. You know, you've got to... You've got to leave things on a high and leave the crowd wanting more instead of doing like Kiss. You know, their their farewell tour was fantastic in 2001. 2008 with bad sound problems and ill-fitting outfits, don't want that. So you'd rather people go, we want you back, we love you, we miss you, you know. That's, that's for me, that's... I, I have to say that Kiss uh, with, with, uh, with ill-fitting outfits was still fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone that watched that that night, the forums were fantastic, burning on fire. But um, no, it was great to leave something kind of high. And um, doing the season finale really became like it, it was it was the epitome of it all. You did know, you know at that point that that was the last time? You know, I had none of us did. No, nobody did. And then uh, hence the the thing. But to me, when when I reflect back and and you know and things have been happening and that, I think. You know, you just know when to end it and you just know to look back and see the audience and everyone's cheering, they're dressed up and there's 200 people in the audience. And my very first show was me coming from a radio station, catching a train to Glen Waverley because my sound guy could fit me in an hour before he had to go to work in the city, (laughs) having a camera going, hi, and welcome to the very first episode of Chart Bus Nights. Just start from that. And there's no audience and me just going with a party popper to then <laughs> go, woo, this is a party, celebrate, good times, come on. And then the last episode, you know, to see the streamers, the people are there and it was just the perfect way to end the show, you know, when you, when you look at it, you know. That's magnificent. And, and I know you don't want to talk about what this next thing is mm. uh, and I'm going to keep asking you questions That's about fine. it. That's fine. Keep going. Mm-hmm. 
Is it on? Are you going to continue a relationship with community television? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I am embargoed myself. No, no, but it, okay. So this this next project, notwithstanding, would you consider doing doing more community television uh, things like later on? How was your experience with it? Are you enjoying it? Would you do if the opportunity came up to do something else, not chart busting eighties, but hosting in some other role, hosting some other? Uh, community television variety show. Would you would you be interested in that, or, or do you feel more like you just need to move on? You've done I, it's, that. It's more of a move on. It's more you know, like I had a career before I started in television. So you know, to have the years of working as a hairdresser and, and stuff like that. When you say goodbye to something, when you say goodbye to a salon, you know, and when you move on, it is about keep moving forward. You know, and I learnt the best education that I could ever get in television working at Channel 31, you know, and I learned a lot of stuff, you know, because not only did I do Chart Busting 80s, I ended up, you know, working on other shows, I produced other shows, I directed other shows, so I got that sort of skill that, you know, to be, to leave school at 15 and then do a hairdressing apprenticeship and then to come to Melbourne and then get all this free training, you know, that now I'm, you know, I've got a few strings to the bow and you can keep moving forward. You know, community TV is a place of growth and I think once you, you've learnt as much as you can from there, it's just time to move on to the next level. That's, and I, I'm very excited to, to wait and Yes, see. I think there's a lot of people that are going to wait what and see. Yes. Now, can, can you tell us when you can tell us? Is this a, a six-month thing? Is this a 12-month thing? Can you, you tell us? You know what the in- industry is like? There is no time frame. They so, don't give you a time frame. I don't give myself a time frame. But but are you just going to get jack of it at, at, at one stage and go, right, it's been 18 months, I'm going to tell people I don't care? You know what? Like I knew my decision went to in chart busting 80s, I'll know when it's my decision to announce you're not gonna okay. be on one of the. You're not going to be on Hole in the Wall, are you? Is that what it is? <laughs> you're going to be on there with Jules Lund and you'd, you'd like her and then stack at. You'd look tall next to Jules Lund. Oh, no, wait, I'm thinking I'm of Denya. Yeah. I'm thinking of Denya. Yeah. Denya. Denya. It just takes to, well, he, you know, he's gone through co-hosts like anything. But he would have to be, you know, he'd have to be in the back room interviewing people and I'd have to host it. I'm not yeah. going to be backyard to him. <laughs> no, fair, fair enough. Fair enough, Josie. Uh, fair enough. Josie Pirelli is here with us talking about her career and other things. As we as we go through time, she's mm. filling in for Ross, who uh, is still away on paternity leave. Ross McQueen, he he used to co-host the show with us, Brad. Oh, I remember. Remember him? him? Remember? Remember? Yeah, he was great. He's great. He'll be coming he was back. Kind of good. Josh <laughs> looks, looks at like... me as if to say, "Don't get comfortable in this spot." All right, Do he not... is coming. He's got the finger going. He's got the sister girlfriend Marsha finger going. I don't want you to have any thought. This isn't your <laughs> next big thing, Josie. It's not. It's not because I... He doesn't want me to get comfortable nah, in this chair, sister girlfriend. It. It's why I put spikes on the chair, Josie. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking you'd give me a cheap thrill. Oh, well, how silly mistake can I was. But we are very glad to have you here. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you put that in. And then I'm Hi, sure... I'm Ryan Jolton, yes. Box Cutters' favourite mm. ever guest. And uh, I've really enjoyed myself on Box Cutters, so listen as much as you can because um, I'll be having it on loop on my iPod. See, Josie, this is the, the seamlessness that, that comes from working with 
people for for uh, two and a half years is I can Brett can tell from the way my voice goes that it's time for him to press the button. Yeah, sometimes, but, but yeah, we 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 only see each other every now and then. So yes, but I think that voice is also a code of uh, Brett. I need to see you in the staff room after Pirelli leaves. What were you thinking, having her as a guest? Why didn't you consider my proposal of Daryl? Is yeah. that is that the truth? Because Brett's just starting to clinch the hands now. No, no, mm. not at all. Hang on. We always have really good feedback when, whenever you're on the show. Damn to, straight. To, to quote one Miss J. Pirelli, mm. I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I am embargoed for life. But much like Josie Pirelli, Australia has talent. Or does it? Brett uh, Cropley with Brett. this story. <laughs> Australia does have talent, I found. Really? Having a look at the uh, second series of the Australian version of Australia's Got Talent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to see the Guatemalan version <laughs> of Australia's Got Talent. Well, you could do that, or you could be like what I assume that the Australia's Got Talent production team have been doing, which is to look at Britain's Got Talent, because they have dramatically changed the format of uh, what how they did it in the first season. The first season, it was in the TV studio. Uh, the audience was primarily made up of people who were going to be contestants. contestants. Yes, that's right. They were being as mad as they possibly could because obviously the madder they were, the more likely they were to get called down like on Yeah, Price's I Brian. remember that, yeah. Um, and uh, they would get on, they'd do their thing, all of it would be shown on the TV, and then the judges would... Have, would, would critique. Critique. And then Grant Denny would do the bumper into the next thing or into the ad or whatever. But we've seen many uh, clips from Britain's Got Talent with Ant and Deck hosting over there. Ant and or Deck. There are two of them. <laughs> yes. Ant and Deck. They host everything in Britain. And they've been doing their shtick over there for 15, 20 years? Yes. Because they were child stars. Time. Were they? They were child stars, Ant and Deck. And now they've actually made, you know, small, you know, another Ant and Deck that go around and doing media interviews. And there's a great one on YouTube with the, the small Ant and Deck, the, the, the ones that they auditioned to be them, interviewing George Clooney. So they're given a list of questions that the adult Ant and Deck give to them. So it's really, really good. Oh, so they've, they've been around for years because they're currently also doing – they do um, – it's called a pop idol over there, which is their Australian Idol. Yep. Australian idol. Yep. They also do – I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. They do – I think they do that total request live or something or top of the pops or something uh-huh. like that. So they're pretty well known, the Anton deck, and they've got certainly more charisma than what we got Andrew G and James Matheson. Oh, Yes. That's but, that's, but that's obviously what they're trying to with, with uh, Andy G and, and James Matheson. That's what they're trying to, to do. They're trying to recreate this yeah, Ant and Deck magic. Unfortunately, but they they're just not, got they're not going beyond that. Well, they tried with Andrew G with. Um, uh, oh, remember that the con well, test. The con test. Uh, but the thing is, uh, the the two of them, uh, the the two of them together, were on Channel V for a long time, hosting for a long time, and then they went to Idol together hosting together, and I think they can only exist as, as a package because we saw with the contest, they just can't work separately. They can't, they can't work separately, they can't work together. <laughs> what use are they? Really now, come on. Who, uh, who, who would be uh, a, a better host of, uh, of Idol? Josie Pirelli! Mm, I see my eye how it was going. Yeah, Queen yeah. Josie! <laughs> Queen Josie hosting Australian Idol. That'd be great. I think Queen might Cole have got a bit of a thing going I would, on. I would, I would love Cole? to see... Kyle, yes. Oh, Kyle. Yes, we've met on the red carpet. Oh. Yes, he's actually quite nice. Really? Yeah. 
according to you the Queen Josie standards. Whack him. Ah, uh, the Queen Josie very low standards. <laughs> he's even lower he's, than my low standards. But um, he's quite he's actually, nice. He, you know, he wore pants. He wore pants. Right. His eye wasn't twitching that time. <laughs> he was holding the hand of his girlfriend, that pop star's girl. That uh, what was it called? That um, Tamara Jaber. <laughs> that's his girlfriend. That's his girlfriend. She's really? when is she, she over was, in Adelaide? Yeah, they moved to Sydney now. Because remember, she was on Pop Stars too when they made the boy girl band to to yeah. coincide oh, with hearsay yes. in the UK. That was the uh, the ethno boy yeah, girl band. Yeah, that that scandalous. Yes. Remember that song? I'm gonna you know that meet myself and I song. Which was great, but um, <laughs> I'm going to renew it. But um, yeah, no. So yeah, he's actually he's actually quite good. But I think there needs like Big Brothers had a revamp. Idol needs to have a revamp. Do you think Nigel Lithgow and uh, Simon Fuller look at our Australian Idol and go, "Gee, that's great. Look at that. You know, that was shitty. Bang bang chihuahua. You know, like Mark Holden. He's gone. And Marsha Holden's sister girlfriend. Marsha Hines. Marsha Hines, what did I say? Marsha Holden. Marsha Holden, because she she was like a Marsha Holden, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, Marsha, you know, I think they need to, again, get rid of the riffraff. You know, where's Jimmy Barnes, John Farnham to be, you know, a judge? People that are actually, you know, got some merit. Marsha Hines. Busy being popular. But Marsha's great. But, you know, Dicko, okay, you can understand because he used to work with Simon Fuller and Simon Cowell, you can understand that. But, you know, bring someone else or have a guest, you know. Like in America, they've been having Neil Diamond Week, Dolly Parton Week. They've been mentors. No one wants to mentor here. No, that's uh, that's because they're all... They probably said no, yeah. but, but that's that's long short. But how good would it be to see Jimmy Barnes on, you know, you can obviously see you've got a lot of time to think about Jimmy Barnes on the panel. Wouldn't you love to see someone go working class man? They ain't no second prize, you know, stone cold in love with you. You know, then the Freight jazz... Freight train heart. <laughs> <laughs> or, or do you know when he did you know the whole soul thing you know river deep mountain high oh that was terrible you know don't and even that, that don't song, even remind I me gotcha uh-huh remember don't, that song don't could have that. no no see that's why we shouldn't have jimmy barnes what about john farnham having people sing well lincoln the chain reaction <laughs> you know see that john farnham john farnham would be in uh u.s idol yes they uh they uh, the australian guy did a Michael. john farnham song no, he didn't. He did. Which one did he do? He did uh, You're the, the voice? voice. No, it was David Archuleta, oh. the young boy. Because it said, choose a song the year you were born. Now, we remember when You're the Voice was released. and this kid was Yeah, and this kid was born in 89, but that must have been when it got released in the US. Ah. So can you imagine a young American boy that, you know, pledge allegiance to the flag and all that whole thing going, this time, you know, to, You're the Voice, try and understand it, trying to get the crowd going. <laughs> sort of didn't work. But you could get some bogey. Like, can you imagine Shannon Knoll singing it? Like oh, yeah, what he yeah. did, you know. What he belt, he what about, belted out. You know. Anyway, so Australia's got so talent. Australia's got talent. Now, <laughs> and so we come to the second to series of Australia's Got Talent. As I pull the microphone towards me, yes. No longer is it shot in a uh, TV studio, but I believe it's oh. at the National Theatre. Really? Yeah. And, in, now, and people in go in with the audition Pe- people, number? People dressed up normally in the audience. Uh, a fairly normal looking audience. So you don't, you don't have the announcements and then them... Defying death by uh, yeah, it's more like red faces now. Here is such yeah, so and they, such. They, so they, they've all been warming up out the back. They've got their little contestant numbers on their chests, and and they come out and they do their thing. Um, while they're doing their thing, you've got idiotic mugging and comments from the side of the stage from Grant Denyer doing the at and deck thing, but just um, 
being a tour. Oh. But did you see him that night when he started, like, they were switching between the band that was performing, like these young guys, a young rock band, switching between them and Grant Denyer doing some stupid dance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is there no talent left? Well, this, all this kind of mugging and crap out the side isn't what Denyer does naturally. He just comes across as a fool. Um, I personally, I wouldn't have done it if I was him, and I think that he's just damaging his own brand. But I this think is he's turning this off is so a, many people. This is overexposure. Like that on he TV. damages his own brand so often. He used to do it. With, he used to do the weather reports. Hi, this is Grant. No, he, was, he was just likable. But he was likable because he was. What he's doing at the side he, of the stage for Australia's Got Talent isn't him. What he does outside of what he used to do is not right. See, when he won Dancing with the Stars, see, it's another example of bringing one into the fold. They wanted him to step up, like Tom Williams, you know, will just, you know, because they never do, like in America, when Dancing with the Stars, 27 million people voted, you know, and it's like, you know, they can verify that. Here it's like uh, Australia has voted in no particular order. You know, what did they get on the thing? You know, Channel 7 wants to boot this person out. I mean, who correlates the votes? It'd probably be like the time code you've given me, Josh. It'd probably be like, you know... Julie That's, Morris, you know, 22 points, you know, 22 uh, votes. We, we'd be going accurately to that time. We would. Timing if, if some people weren't winching about their socket. No, if some people weren't always going off topic. Now, no, longer, no longer do we see uh, see most of the acts in full as they do them. Um, and obviously they've got some sort of kind of 90-second uh, time limit on it. But there's obvious editing uh, which takes away any sense of rhythm uh, from the act, and uh, there there is no need for it, given that they've got such. So, a so they've tried to turn it into that. more of a package, yeah, rather yeah. than like, rather than a free flowing. Did, did talent you watch show. any of the episodes from the first series? Uh, maybe two. Did you, did you see towards maybe the end yeah, when they got to uh, yeah. and we, and we had these acts, Blurb. and and they'd show like a couple of seconds from each of the acts oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. did get through. The whole show is like that almost. Right. It's just they so they're, they're, they're trying so to make unsatisfying. They're trying right. to make it uh, cutty and, 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 and pacey and mm. um, and it mm. fails in all those qualities. Oh, that's a that's a shame. Yeah, it's a big shame. Have the ratings reflected the, the their ratings. changes? I haven't I haven't heard anything wonderful about Australia's Got Talent in the ratings either. So. It just it just falls off the radar, you know. It's just like they bring back Red. Well, he's you know he. Because people loved him on Hey Hey Saturday, he would go back to Hey Hey Saturday when he used to gong people out. Mm. Like, mm. but what does Tom Berlinson add? He just looked for bit the bit of f- a Frank Sinatra tribute. But uh, he just always looks constantly uncomfortable, making everyone else feel uncomfortable. Mm. And Danny is plastic fantastic. <laughs> she mm. is that she can't go out in hot weather. That girl, yeah, really? pretty much, just melts. Oh, it's sad. Yeah, I know. I, know. Is it I actually have to say, Danny's looking quite good. She's looking a lot better now. Than but she is, did it what part of now. her is natural? Her eyes or... Because everything else is just... It's not her, her uh, anymore. Her soul. Her soul is still natural. <laughs> her soul is still intact. Yes. Her Assuming eyes are in the sockets. Had one. Um, Channel, <laughs> Channel 7 are doing... Uh, 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 Taking the unusual step uh, with a reality TV contestant um, and doing promo for a specific contestant, which is the woodchopper who, you know, got his top off and, and impressed Danny. Right. So now they're, they're releasing the woodchopper calendar, I believe. Oh, um, see, you know, gone are the days where we used to have talent 
you know. Now we're relying on wood choppers and people that come out of reality shows and, you know, like Biggest Loser and mm. that. And it's just, about, it's just about beefcake for whereas, whereas there are some, eye candy. There are some people, I think this is what you were getting at, Josie, there, there are some people who have worked their guts out on television for seven years, and what recognition do they get? Nothing. They get an Outstanding Achievement Award That's from right. the antennas. That's it, right. It's like and not, so they not should stop award, whinging. Damn straight, they're just whinging. Josh, who never won an Ari. It's time for the quiz, Josie. It's time for the quiz. Okay, question three. Which canal? All these going to be about war. No, I got loads of. I got one on tennis. One on the Suez Canal. Loads. Okay, question three. Which canal links the Mediterranean with the Red Sea? Do you know, Jesse? Are you looking at me? I'm just looking at these notes. Oh, you weren't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. You're looking at the notes. You've got notes. I've got notes. Yeah, that's. It says in news, Josie got talent. Piece off. Josie got talent. Yes, <laughs> got to do. You got it's, it's Morse code. I've been working one. on it. Yeah, it's a special one because every number corresponds with the letter. And if you go like Sudoku and stuff like that, you just break the code. Oh, oh right. Yeah, right. It's so it's just so really, it's just me swearing at you. Damn straight. Okay, I understand now. That's right. Everything makes everything makes it, a, it makes a, sense. A now. lot of sense. A hell of a lot of sense. Lo- bro, bro, she's crazy. <laughs> she's crazy, bro. Let's just get through this. Last okay. Bit. Okay. Just got a little bit to go. Oh, Last week's quiz question was in the mid-80s TV show with Jason Bateman, It's Your Move. Do you remember that one, Josie? It's Your Move. I don't think Perth was that advanced to get It's Your Move. Oh, possibly not. That's right. Possibly not. Uh, The Jason Bateman character had to organise a band for the school dance. What was the concept of It's Your Move? Was it it Jason Bateman and some other guy kind of... At it and, and no, one so would up the ante and the other. Jason, Jason Bateman and his single mother move into a, an apartment. I don't really know what It's Your Move had anything. They have to move it, every week no, into another apartment. No, no, no. The title really didn't have much to do with, with the show from memory. Jason uh, Bateman had uh, a best friend who was uh, a, a hapless, hapless boy whose uh, name I'm going to hold on because it might be a quiz question in, uh, in coming weeks. I did love It's Your Move quite a lot. And there was a neighbour across the way and Jason Bateman and the neighbour uh, would uh, would kind of go head to head, but the neighbour had uh, his eye on the mother and the mother maybe had her eye on the neighbour. So uh, there was, was the, an older neighbour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, like Mr. What's-It from Ginger Megs. Sure. You know. What? Uh, Jack Lemmon. <laughs> that was the other one, wasn't it? <laughs> Dennis the Menace. Not that old. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Ginger Megs. I, I don't know. The neighbour in Ginger Megs. No? no. He was the, the neighbour that he always terrorised. No, that's Dennis the, the Menace. Name. Mr. Wilson. Now look at me. I'm just deciphering this code. Another one I've been <laughs> sent my way. Don't worry about Dennis, me. Dennis the Menace used to terrorise Mr. Wilson who in the film. I think Ginger Megs did it as well. <laughs> sure. Whatever. Anyway, it's your Fine. move. It's your move. Jason Bateman's character had to organise a band for the... See, Josie Pirelli is getting us back on track. Yes. Brett. Who would have thought? The queen of pulling people off track is pulling them back on. Jason Bateman had to organise a band for his high school dance. He ended up getting skeletons from the uh, science lab and tying strings to them and dressing them up as a band. What was the name of the band? A lot of people correctly answered. The Dregs of Humanity. Mm. 
as the name of the band. Which was also the name of the two episodes. Yes, it was. So it was a little bit easier than, uh, than I initially thought. But so what? Good on everybody. Good, good on work. you. Especially good on Gabby Robbins. Ah. Long time listener, first time quiz winner. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and if you see the lovely bag that you have won. It's kind of a tan with a go faster stripe. It's lovely. Go faster stripe. It's, it's already been used. Bag. Thank you very much. As you'll see on the video podcast, it's, there is, it's pristine plastic. There is covering. no video podcast, but it is still in its plastic. It is Gabby. in its. Gabby, I'll be in touch the, during the week. It's a glamour bag, the Western Lawn. And you think Gabby would sit? Do you think she's probably just she just scans it up until it gets to the quiz? You know, that's the great thing about this. You don't like what you're hearing? Just scan to the quiz. Why wouldn't they like what they're hearing, Josie? Why wouldn't they like what they're hearing? Why? I'm just stating... What are you saying about our don't show? Don't be so harsh on yourself, Josie. People no, are still... I'm not being harsh. They'll still persist even I pride even myself on hate here. mail. I pride myself. I'm looking forward to someone going, get the bitch off. And I'm going to write back, I am getting off. You know? <laughs> I look forward to that. But of course, by the time they're writing, it's too late because it's all said and done. It's all said and done. But yeah. hey, I was like responding. Yeah. I'll just have to turn off. <laughs> I guess that's what I do. <laughs> Not long now. You don't have to Gabby stay tunes tuned into to this. Crumpler make bags. They give them to us to give to you, the listener. They're excellent. And uh, and it's because of Crumpler that we get to have the quiz. Yeah. Hey, um, when I cast my pod, it's with the box cutters in mind. Box cutters. Pod. Cast. Done. Pork is on the table. And speaking of our uh, beautiful and kind sponsors at Crumpler, they also give us gifts for our guests. And this oh, is the, I'll uh, pass that on to the imaginary one here. Hey, go on. Josie. Great job. This Josie. is for you, the Sporty Guy Point Four SG uh, Blue Orange Little Digit Bag. Woo! That'd be good to keep the money when I go on Grey Street. Thank you, guys. <laughs> oh. You might have to get a second that's, one. That's what that's I'm that, doing. That's, that's the that, truth that's, of the job. That's the, that's the thing. That's what you couldn't tell us. That's what I couldn't tell you. I'm, I've actually been promoted to Brothel Madam. You so. know, oh, nice. an old friend of mine from, from primary school was Kate Holden, whose book I'm reading about being a prostitute in Grey Street Who, and called, Brett goes, geez, if I had enough change back then, it would have been a different story. She wasn't doing it when we were in primary school. How do you know? Because I'm reading what she's writing about it. How do you know? What? How do you know it's all true, Bridget? Yes, that's right. Maybe she just didn't go back that far in the book. That's right. You don't know. You don't know. That's a lovely shade of fuchsia you're turning. There was was an article in Variety this week about uh, Australian networks really looking very closely at, at what's coming from the US this year. Now is the time that uh, the Australian networks usually start to buy all of their uh, all of their product for mm-hmm. the coming all of their year. Content, yes, and, and there was a bit of a list that I saw. Well, because of the writers' strike, there's there, not much. There's that, not much mm. that they can actually pick and choose from. Slim pickings everywhere. Uh, Channel Ten were saying that uh, they're looking forward to getting Dollhouse, the new Joss Whedon show, uh, but. You know that's that's an unknown unknown quantity. There's a, a lot that uh, the, the station's just going. You know, I don't know. I don't know if we should bother spending the the money on it. According to uh, Channel Seven, uh, Channel 7's Tim Warner 
the uh, programming manager or whatever he is, head of programming mm-hmm. at Channel 7, uh, said uh, 7 has already tried new local programming on its HD channel and we see this as being an ongoing process. I think if they're making local content, they should put it on a channel where people are going to watch it. They, they, they're trying to go through the riffraff, trying to go, well, we'll test to see how it runs, you know, before, you know. It's you've like, got to have somebody watching to test you, it. You would think so, but they're, they're assessing that people now with HD box tops. It's, well, they'll be watching. They need but they're something. But they're not getting ratings figures from Austin. No, they're those. not getting – but it's like, you know, the trial show, like – the pilot. We'll try that out. Because a lot of shows have been made now because of the writer's strike. That's why there's been so much green light to things like the chopping block and bad versions of Australia's Got Talent. So is there any other shows on the offering from overseas? Well, because they're well, not doing well either. Well, Warner says uh, that there's no shortage of ideas to fill up the HD channels for local content. Like the spin-off from The Office? Uh, no, it, in Australia, there's no shortage of Australian ideas for local content okay. on but HD channels. But unfortunately, yes, there's uh, much scope of... But then if we look at Channel 7's track record mm. of whatever that late night chat show was... Mm. Uh, the one with she who was boned and... Uh, and that, that panel style one that's yeah. got her and O'Keefe and... And that lasted how many weeks? Nobody no. knows. Not very no, many. It just started watching. and it stopped. It started and, and then, it stopped. But isn't, and then and replaced and with what? Nothing. So they've got. So so I find it interesting that to the American press, he's saying, uh, he's saying, oh, we're, we're doing all this great stuff. When realistically, they're doing nothing. They're doing nothing with their HD channels. They're filling it up with the same crap that they fill up all their other time slots with. What's the point? What are they doing? They're trying to, yes, I know. There's there's nothing going on. They'll just have to repeat what they play during the day because if you look on the TV thing, it's pretty much they're, they're going head, you know, going Same as above to, except three shows. Yeah, except for three shows. Yeah. And that's so what they're doing on Channel 10. They just rerun everything again and again. He's trying to big note himself saying we don't need America because we've got plenty of production going on well, here. Well, Australia, well, because he's not, there's, there's he's not a, doing anything. But there's what's on a, Channel 7? There's no local, nothing. except for Australia's Got Talent and Home and Away. Blue Healers. Blue Healers. Blue Healers. All, All Saints. But Blue Healers finished, uh, what, about ten, five, six years ago. But the American stuff is... About three, two or three. What? <laughs> I was an avid watcher. But, um, but you look at um, the shows that Channel 7 has imported and they've been successful, but the ones with Channel 9, the local stuff is all bombed. Underbelly we can't see in Melbourne. And then you've also got the Channel 9 shows that they've bought and the only thing that's winning Channel Ramsey. 9 is Ramsey. And then you go to Channel 10 and they had Kane, that big show with Jimmy Smith's finished. Then they it's had... The New Oil. Kane's, sugar's the new oil. Kane is the new oil. See you later, buddy. And then they also had Californication. They didn't go anywhere. So Channel Seven and Channel Ten, sorry, prides itself got- now on reality shows. They just go back to back with reality shows, and that's what wins it for them because people are still curious. People have still got that fascination, although it's smaller audience. They did now. show all of Californication. What? Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, which had that. Didn't the time slots change? No, had that dream stayed, sequence stayed, uh, stayed in the same time slot. Because it had to be what? adult from the get-go. Um, the, what? The, yeah, I know. There was I know. No one told you, Josie. There was some interesting... Yeah, dude, back that's in, a shame. I was washing my hair for that whole time. 
There was some interesting back and forth over the week from Channel 10 saying that uh, Seven have had their day and they're not going to win this year's ratings and Channel 9 are going to win it. So nah, 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 nah. And Channel 7 came back saying, oh, oh, just take that back. We've got so much stuff on. We know that we didn't start off that strongly, but look at all these shows that we've got just sitting there Have waiting you, well, to do, go. Do you remember, do you remember the, the announcement from Channel 7 uh, recently? Where they did we, start we out, meant to we, start off We soft. meant to do that. We David meant to Lecky. do that. You know, let, let them think, you know. But uh, Channel 9 is who's winning ratings. Like, Channel 9's got Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares, Hell's Kitchen USA, Hell's Kitchen this. How, they, you know, Gordon Ramsey's winning with 501,000 or 690,000 viewers. That's not that many. Nationally? No, no, no. no in, Melbourne. In Melbourne. Yeah. In Melbourne. It's a... It's, where some can't even get that nationally. It's a Ramsey-led recovery. Yeah, they're going to kill him. They're going to kill him they're, for Australian over... audiences. People will hate him by the end of the year if, oh, they, sure. if they keep on going well, at that Well, Channel rate. 9 tried to launch many shows that, that came and died after one week. You know, like if you end up seeing the Logies that you've downloaded, yeah. there's a great <laughs> – there's, there's a great um, – <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a, a great sketch with Strawny, who we know, from um, Before the Game. Mm-hmm. Um, going on stage present award with Eddie Maguire, who's clearly got a very nasty look on his face, you know, because Strawny is just pretty much taking the piss out of all of it. He goes, he pulls out a DVD and goes, here for five bucks, I've got the underbelly DVDs. He goes, for an extra, you know, three dollars, here's Monster House. <laughs> and he goes, and for a tenner, he goes, a second, um, you know, never, be- never before seen second episode of The Power of Ten, you know? <laughs> And Andy Maguire's like, what? You've put me in with him, you know? So, you know, Channel 9, no longer are they the stalwart because until they had Bert and Graham Kennedy and, and all that sort of stuff, they led the charge. But those people have gone. They don't give, you know, Bert. So's Kerry. That's right. So they're all just, you know. And, and right. similar can trajectories. I stop, can I stop you there, Josie? Josh, she's got the sister-girlfriend hand going. Brett. Yes. Have you not watched the Logies, but you have a copy that you're going to watch at a later date? <laughs> yes, that's I right. It's like Underbelly. It what <laughs> is the point? What is the point of it that? It was bad enough the first time, but Brett wants to just sit there and just go, I just want to see certain parts. At least he can watch it in his leisure. Yeah, and I can fast forward. I don't want to think about Brett in his leisure. Yes, we don't want to think about that either, but we, let, let's just keep it... Yes, well, on that note, I think that, that brings us to the end. Hey. What? what? I haven't had a go at SPS yet. Oh, okay. What, what are they doing with Top Gear now? Well, there's, there's a couple of things. Uh, they've been showing Rockwiz, old Rockwizers uh, on Channel. Old? On old Rockwiz? But, ha- but why are they showing old Rockwiz when surely there's new Rockwiz to show? There's new Rockwiz around the corner, I think. Uh, I did get a, a newsletter saying that they're shooting 26 episodes. 26? 26 of them. Count them. Uh, but uh, these are old rock whizzes which were pre-ads mm-hmm. on SBS within programs. So they've tried to bang ads in and... Tried to bang yeah, ads in. It's in and it's not working. Which is supposed to go into the natural breaks, um, but they're actually cutting off the songs from the rock whiz orchestra um, only to re- go to the ads and then come back having rewound to the start of the song and, and... It just sounds like the going. old Channel 31 days where you'd have people that go, oh, we've got to put a commercial in halfway during, you know, a really? song. Yeah, because we talk about the volunteer, the ah. volunteers. So you'd give them Chart Busting 80s Part 1, Part 2, and there was never going to be a guarantee that Part 1 was going to be played first. And I remember <laughs> <laughs> there was never that guarantee. So you just had to sit. So I would take myself down to presentation 
and make sure that they would put the tape in so I could see it, you know. Because I remember saying to the program manager, I will kill your family, <laughs> <laughs> your your dogs, your cats, if, if you, this doesn't work. And he said to me, yeah, but there's still no guarantee that they're going to play that one first. So that's <laughs> – so to see SBS going to that um, – so with Rockwiz just sort of brought me back to the day, back. you know, there'd be someone singing a song and all of a sudden it'd be like – have you gone to the podiatrist lately? And then he just comes back, <laughs> just rewound. So that's what they're doing with Rock At least quiz. they don't have the er- erection problem. The as, um, <laughs> with the, the so, that's, so they're doing that with Rockwiz. They're doing that with Rockwiz. Also, Top Gear. Uh, they oh, Top Gear? You've, you've got a problem with Top Gear on SBS? They chucked an ad break in the middle of one of their films. Really? Yeah. So that this week they were showing the, uh, the caravanning um, story. Oh, that's a they, terrible they story. Yeah, caravan and they, cut they, halfway through that story as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was really that was a shit story. That was not Top Gear quality. That story, but, but you remember it. They're in a campground. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And the fire starts and yes. Brett, that's a lot of dead air. <laughs> it's a lot of dead air. <laughs> it's, so it's like yeah, the thinking, cockroaches. You can hear them making love in the corner. When they when they pulled up uh, to the campground, they all get into the uh, caravan and it tips up. Then they cut, go to the ad, and come back, and they're still laughing about having tipped up the caravan on the other side of the ads. Not a natural break. No, not not a natural break. Not a natural break at all. But, but you know, how long how long are you going to flog this? SBS a shit horse. How? Until they get better. They're not going to. Somebody should tell them to get better. People have, and your friend Sean Brown, your good buddy, your best mate, Wouldn't Sean Brown, on him if he was on fire. just doesn't care. He's getting venomous now. He just, I'm just sitting I'm a beautiful spectator here. He just won't listen. He won't listen to any criticism of anything he's done. They're not going to get better until they get somebody else in that role. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore and I want everybody to join me. Well, to you, pressure. You know what? I just left SBS. I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care about SBS. You know, if I want to watch Top Gear, I've got avenues through which to watch Top Gear. Mm. Speaking of which, uh, I've already got episode one of series two of Skins to have a look at. I don't have to watch their ad-ridden version on SBS tonight. Well, Skins. there you go. Skins, great Skins, yes. I'm familiar with the work of Skins. I've seen in the commercial break during Rockwiz. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the end of Box Cutters, episode 133. I want to Woo! say thanks very much to the Queen. Thank you. Josie Pirelli. Thank you. Bow, curtsy, and avert your eyes in my presence. Where can people – are you going to be doing chart passing 80 shows uh, around town or, or uh, people can see you if, somewhere? If anyone's uh, interested in dropping me a line, any sort of line, um, if you're interested in dropping me a line, um, you can contact us via the website or join uh, chart 80s on MySpace. Which website is that? That is uh, www.myspace.com slash chart 80s TV. Oh. Become a friend and you find out all the info of what's going on. Excellent. Excellent. I just want to say thanks very much to Crumpler, our giveaway sponsors. As I mentioned before, they give us bags to give to you, the listeners, and also you, the special guest co-hosts. Woo! And obviously we do need uh, tough, tough questions. So if you're going to get those, send them to us at hooray at boxcutters.net. Uh, yes, thank you. Hi. Yes. I also want to say thanks to... Try and stump the box cutters. Yeah, please do. <laughs> it's great. It's pretty hard to do. I also want to say... challenge to you. I'm laying it down. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the gauntlet. That's the gauntlet hitting the table. Yep. Missed the floor, got the table. 
<laughs> I also want to say thanks to 3 Triple R. Our podcast is recorded from their studios each and every week. They are very good to us. You should be good to them. You can find them online at rrr.org.au. 102.7 on the FM band if you're in Melbourne. Until and next surrounds. week. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. Mine's Queen Josie, the sexy goddess. That's a, did your parents really give you all those middle names? And you continue <laughs> to be. I continue to be Brett Cropley. On impulse. Thanks for listening to Box Cutters. Catch us again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. Woo!